Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. My man, Jared. I'm here. Performing under... Slight illness. Slight illness. Not feeling well. But going to gut it out anyway because we have dynamite to talk about. And it was a dynamite issue of dynamite. Yes. From what I read from the IWC, very happy people are. I agree. You know what I mean? I don't. But I'm going to spend some of my time learning what you mean. That's the point of this whole endeavor. What did the show start off on? If we're going back with full crowds, Mm -hmm. my best friend Cody Rhodes better be the first thing coming out the gate. Oh, yeah. The lights turn off. The Cody entrance plays. (sighs) I got to say, I I said it last time, but his his outfit he's worn for the past couple matches, the like... It, he looks like a Street Fighter character, which he, there it literally is a Street Fighter character called Cody that he looks like, mm-hmm. which is really funny. But right. no, he he actually I don't even know if it's like a Street Fighter. He kind of looks like a Tekken character almost. Dude, it's dope though. It's really great. You know what happened to me though when he he hits the ring and he's got those shoulder pads on, and it reminded me a little bit. Of an outfit Sting wore, probably at a bash, at a Great American Bash. Yeah, I can absolutely see Sting wearing something like that. Venice Beach Sting. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And Surfer Sting. And then a couple of times during the match, I had to look away for something and glance back. And for just a split second, dude, he's filled out a little bit. He, his legs are a little thicker. He doesn't quite have the Sting Capsillas. No, my God. Sting but, is a beast, Yeah, though. but he does kind of look a little... Because Sting wasn't... Sting's kind of like Cena in that you don't picture him as tall because all of his proportions work. Yeah. Like, they're all... They're all he's thick, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, refrigerator style. Yes. And Cody, for a guy who came in as... I'm probably a little too little to be the guy... Cody has filled out quite nicely, and really in the last six months, he has put on, and I, and I don't mean in a bad way, he's, he really has filled out. Really what not. did you think? We had a strap match here with QT Marshall to discuss it. I want to point out that I think that they use elongated straps in these matches. Yeah. And it, it's really long. I don't, I'm just not used to it, which I don't watch it. It's not like I sit around watching strap matches no. other than like the one we watched last week. Uh, the the Vader Sting one, but um, which you can find that episode of review classic. if you wanted to roll through. It was a classic, and it's just they it's so easy to get away from one another that I don't know that it really doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it was it was maybe a little too long, right? Which I thought was funny, but by the same token, what did you think about the match? Oh, it was pretty good. I mean, it had a had all the classic stuff you want to see in a strap match, including Cody going behind and, and slapping turnbuckles. A lot, of, a lot of Eddie references. Right, right. A lot of Eddie Guerrero references tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Also, you had QT losing. hmm So we've ended this blood feud. Yes. And Cody's free to do something else. Who knows what he would do? That's so crazy. It might pop up soon. The lights went out again It's weird, too, because I felt like going into this match with QT, I didn't know for sure if Cody was completely going to be through with him. But when it was over, we knew. Yeah. Now, you did have the lights go out and come on. Um, I didn't know at first what that was really for. Yes. It did seem like QT began to bleed quickly thereafter, so I didn't know if maybe that had something to do with it. Yeah. 
if because sometimes I bleed when I turn out the lights. Mm. It's straight. Oh, yeah. It's it happens. It happens to Dustin all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's when he blinks. Yeah, it's <laughs> blinks and he starts bleeding from the forehead. <laughs> yes. Okay, Spears promo, and he's trying to be clever until Sammy throws a chair at him and puts him down. Sammy puts the chair. Sits back, like, he plops the chair down, sits in it backwards, and goes, this is far, far from over. Right. Which is cool. I like to see Sammy get a, get a big dub. Sean's probably a little too thick for that. No, for the, for, for the spot in my mind that would have been cooler. Right. Which would be to put it on their chest. Oh, yeah. And sit down like that over the top of them with it. Because I've seen guys do that, but Sean may be just slapped too thick yeah, yeah, to be able to put he, a chair he a big boy. on. He's you kind of forget. Yes. But he's a big boy. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Don Callis and uh, Kenny hit the ring, and they are interrupted by the Dark Order, specifically Uno. And we get the Bangkok reference here. Which, oh, classic. Dude. Classic. Kenny Omega's bringing back the classics. The fact that... First of all, it's not a classic because I literally use that line in my house twice a week. Yeah. This may be the only house that does that. Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> the AJ Shinsuke house. <laughs> how was that how was that never in their feed? <laughs> Correct. Correct. I mean, even in the middle of a match, they could have done that. Let's take the greatest feud of all time and turn it into a Bangkok. Let's go. A Bangkok match. Yes. Yes. Okay. But anyway, so of course the obligatory kick to the old cojones and we wind up with a brawl. You have the dark order. You have Kenny's crew. Uh, oh, by the way, this entire segment, the crowd is absolutely on fire for hangman. Right. Before and his music hits, before they just reference They're chanting him. cowboy shit. They're, yeah. um, we oh, want hangman. Cowboy shit. And, uh, dude, they don't have they don't have any censors. No. I swear to God, they were chaining something completely awful during uh, the Jericho MJF thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, Paige does come flying out. He does wind up holding the ring. Uh, Kenny does flee with a case of the Jr. quote limber tail. Yes, I think that if Jr. doesn't have limber tail, um. Patented? Oh, yeah. He should. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know of anybody else that uses that term. No. And he's been using it since the 80s. Yeah. You know? And, uh, dude, Kenny had... Kenny's pants were, like, leatherish, I think. But they looked like Zumpas. Zumas? The, the old workout pants that wrestlers would wear. Yeah. Except they were, weren't baggy. They were... Dude, it was money. A look. The money with the black tight shirt and the... And Dude, I thought Kenny, Kenny, Kenny did some great acting during this segment, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being slightly afraid, slightly intimidated by Hangman, but still being that, like, try-hard dweeb yes. that he is, you know what I mean? Absolutely, especially because with no Hangman there at all, he was quite the brave man last week. Which is what sudden, you want out of your heel champ. Absolutely. You know? Okay, so that we're it looks like we're finally on the track. For Hangman, Kenny, um, I would assume that this is the pay-per-view final match, and I would assume we have a changing of the guard. I, I assume so, but... It, it feels like it's time. It, I mean, hang, Hangman has been on this journey since pay-per-view one. Yes. To this moment in time. The whole company has... We've had to derail him periodically because he had too much popularity. And, and people were, would be starting to demand him in the main event yes. if we didn't 
slow him down somehow. There's there's a trend, uh, a line of thinking that seems to run through wrestling sometimes where, like, predictable outcomes are not bad outcomes by any stretch of the, uh, the imagination. Most of the time, anyways. You know what I mean? Right. Just because something seems, quote, obvious does not make it any less compelling and interesting. Right. If that makes sense, like, oh, Hangman's going to win the belt from Kenny. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be great when it happens. Well, okay. Obviously, it's a different path. But when Stone Cold goes through what he goes through from broken neck to championship, right? You knew when he was wrestling Sean, the whole, everything about that match was Sean's losing tonight. The whole lead up to it. The months before that, the fighting with Vince, the everything. But it didn't dampen the moment. No, definitely not. Because he got what he deserved. And this whole company, you know, the undercurrents have been here and there and here and there and there. But Hangman has been in championship periphery and his journey has been up and down, losing his family, wrestling family. Uh, breaking from this is the man who he was in a yeah we're just singles wrestlers partnership and they wind up drinking milk and beer together in the hotel room and or scotch whatever or whiskey whatever he drinks along with beer and the other things he drinks um (laughs) but this is his journey and the right man has the belt to lose it to him absolutely and they've done such a good job telling this story subtly as well like yeah. when they they won the belts hangman hit both of those dudes with his finisher to win you know what i mean hangman was like the driving force of that tag team as much as kenny absolutely didn't seem to quite grasp that and blamed hangman for certain things well if you're not blaming your partner you got to blame who yourself yeah now jr is surprisingly disgusted with ethan page and darby allen as they want to end one another's career. This is evidently the first time JR has ever heard someone say they were going to try to end someone else's career. That's, yeah, it's amazing that he I had was never heard that. very surprised, because I, I feel like I hear that a lot watching wrestling. <laughs> I feel like I hear that like three times a, a week at some point. I'm going to kill you. Really? Well, they can't They can't say kill you, right? Right, you know what I mean? so it's like, got to be end your career. Yeah, and yeah, well, like, what are you supposed to like? But uh, it's like the Tommy Dreamer thing where he wanted to get shot by a sniper, and it's like, well, how are you gonna, like, go up from that? Like, how are you gonna antagonize further than getting shot? Like, <laughs> you have to like literally kill somebody, <laughs> which I believe Tommy Dreamer was willing to do. But well, he's willing to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is why we still love him. Okay, my first year was Ethan's twelfth, and I was already on his level. That's what he's mad about. Loved it. Yeah, this segment was great. This Loved segment it. was like off the charts good. And, and it, just explaining the feud, like deepening the characters, making it make sense right. rather than these dudes just hate each other for some reason. Ethan's whole retort in that the reason you were on my level is because you I, were in a feud with me. I made you important. I plucked you from obscurity. Right. And then, still be homeless. Right. And wasn't for me. The whole and also the whole uh dynamic of I made you a star, but now your star outshines mine. And yeah, that does bother me. Yeah. Because you don't deserve it. All my life, people have known I was going to be a star. But here I am now, 15 years into the business or whatever, and I'm still not the star. And and to Darby's retort, 
you chose to be a big fish in a little pond. That's on you, buddy. You know what I mean? And I really love this whole thing. And I can't wait for the finish of it. So then we get FTR Wardlow versus Pride and Powerful and Hagar. I thought this was a good little matchup. I felt like um, they did give Hagar his moment of yeah. superhuman stuff. And Wardlow looked great. <clears throat> and then FTR wind up going over. <sighs> Hurt my feelings a little bit. I don't think it was a bad move anywhere around there is a little bit of me though that feels like um at some point the pride and powerful need to be winning something i get that sammy needs to win but pride and powerful are and i yeah and i also get that we can't have the pinnacle just losing on all aspects of this rivalry. If they're going to be, it's the weird thing about keeping the whole faction in a, in a rivalry, right? Yes. Yes. You know, because how do you have, how does Wardlow stay super important? If his faction isn't super important, how does, you know, it's, it's tough and it is a, also you're talking about what is it? Five guys. Yeah. You know, so I don't, I can't recall. I can't recall this type of faction warfare on this style of wrestling show. Yeah. Where you're trying to figure out a way to have supremacy for five different characters. Two of which you want in the main event picture, Sammy and MJF. Right. Jericho, who you don't know what exactly to do with. Although, if you are beginning to tire of Jericho, I have good news for you in the wrestling realm. Yes. And we'll get there. Chris Jericho versus MJF in a talk-off. Elongated table, sitting on each side. It is very much a retread of other conversations they've had with each other. Yeah. Um, uh, Jericho goes with the whole... uh, Dude, what it's some, some kind of mom thing? Crowd chance. He does sign the paper. I did like the ending segment a little bit where he said, where MJF says, "Hold on, you know I'm from wherever, and, and without shaking hands, it doesn't mean anything." So shake my hand, Christopher. Yes. Shake my hand. Chris shakes his hand and then won't let go and hits him with the Judas effect, which was more like an armpit. But yeah, it was a little sloppy. Well. That his Judas effect, there are times when it's spot on and really oh, yeah. well done, and there are a lot of times where it's armpit. Yeah, and it, this was heavy armpit. <laughs> heavy armpit. I will say, I didn't. Uh, I think the stipulation being that MJF has to, like, it has like flipped Jericho's original thing on its head. I think that's good. That yes, absolutely. That part of this segment. The whole, um, not the story about Greek philosophy, but um, the part about you did this for your steps. You made this guy run through these things. I'm going to take you through. The labors of Jericho, which I liked. Yes, absolutely. And you're going to wrestle all my guys. Uh, he didn't He didn't technically say who, though. What do you mean? He said that you'd have to win against four people, but he did not state which four people. So you're saying they might not be in his faction? It might be the inner circle. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, someone pointed that out because he didn't actually say who he would be facing. So I thought that'd be interesting. Make the make this rule that you can't lay down for Jericho or whatever. I don't know how exactly that would be implemented, but I think it's an interesting idea. If if that's because here's what I okay that's interesting. I'm glad you said it because I didn't jump to that or figure that out. I was worried because I don't want Chris Jericho beating every member of no, the Pinnacle not. and then wrestling. So to say you've got to beat Sammy, you've got to beat Hagar, you've got to beat Ortiz, you've got to beat Santana. Far more interesting. Oh yeah, especially There's no if, way he beats Sammy either. You know what I mean? He's Chris Jericho. He's Chris Jericho, though. You're right. There is, I mean, there is a way. Um, but I, it, it, there has to be some way to make it a step where they can't just lay down for him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is, I'm, again, I'm not exactly sure how to implement that, but who knows, you know? It's the realm of, it's the realm of Jericho, not the realm, it's the realm of wrestling. Therefore, you can figure out a way to do a step. Oh, yeah. Something can happen there. <clears throat> Britt kills it on a promo. Runs down Tony Khan uh, about getting his blood money. Says maybe we could do it in Saudi. Make it even better. Basically, the premise here is in order to get Andrade, in order to get these things, you put me in this stupid match and it wound up causing my teammate Rebel here, my, my assistant, to be injured I love the promo. I thought it was great. I also thought that I love Rebel. Even though Rebel is completely dedicated to her mentor and boss, she also gets that her mentor and boss is completely full of it. Yeah. And doing those little hand gestures behind her or the eye rolling or the point or the wisp or the mouthing the words behind yes. her. So good. It's great. I really like they it. they are the best thing on this show. Oh, absolutely, they're great. And it is. I can't believe how far they've come. I just love them. Love them to death. Next, the debut of good segue here. Talking about bringing Andrade in by Britt Baker and then going straight into Andrade versus Matt Sydal. Andrade's look walking to the ring. I love love. Yeah, like the black mask. Yeah, looking like the bat, the Batman villain, but like mask. And then I don't love love, as I told you, the pants with the knee pads under him, wrestling look yeah. for him. Yeah. I also feel like he's just too athletic to wear pants in a wrestling match. Yeah. But by the same token, um, it ain't like he looks bad ever. Oh, God, no. In any circumstances. He's looking jacked, baby, he as the immortal it. Jimmy King said yes, in Ready to Rumble. Exactly. Looking jacked, baby. Okay, and so we get uh, a, a pretty long, not a long, a, a, a multiple segment match. Matt Seidel gives him a good battle. That was, a, the only thing is, Andrade looked a little rusty. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I noticed more than anything. Uh, which, I mean, the double moonsault was dope, I'll say that. Yes. Oh, he showed you the moments. Oh, yeah, because he's an incredible athlete, but he did, he did look a little rusty Right, overall. everything just didn't quite click, click. Like I, Not quite. Like, if these two guys do this again in a month... Oh, yeah, he'll be, yeah. It'll be all chain. Oh, yeah. Right? But it was okay. He goes over, and then we get to, really, the in a lot of ways, the moment of the night as... I agree. Arn starts to give a, a promo, and the lights go out again, and they, and they go, oh, this happened earlier. And then, boom, Malachi Black, formerly Tommy End, formerly... Alistair Black. Alistair Black. 
Spin kicks Arn to sleep real quick. Cody comes out. What on earth are you doing? Boom. Spin kicks him to sleep real quick. And we have the emergence of a star. Yes. And he had the eye worked over. I believe they said he did a edited video package. Yeah. Yeah. On his Instagram. That kind of alludes to... um, his prior career in the uh, yeah yeah he even references Buddy uh, Buddy Murphy right which would be cool if maybe Murphy winds up oh yeah over yeah. here too you can write him into that for sure um I would love to see him aligned with Black because yes. yes. they're fantastic fantastic oh, they're wrestlers Murphy's as good as anybody once you ring the bell you know and, and <laughs> Tommy may be better than like I that to be honest. Alistair Black, Andrade, I saw that at a takeover. Oh, my God. Uh, maybe the greatest match I've ever seen live. Honestly. You know what I mean? And, and I've seen a lot of matches live. Yeah. And, and that might be the best match I've ever seen oh, live. Oh, for sure. They're um, unreal how good they are. Oh, my God. And so and, and we have the possibilities of that here. You know? And, and, uh, it's so dope. Yeah, uh, amazing. I will say I didn't like the commentary during this segment. That was the, the one thing that kind of stained it for me was, was – Excalibur kind of awkwardly getting around to the oh that's not Tommy End that's Malachi Black and it's like what right well that's weird and then Jr just out Jr did I had no idea what to do with that either right of so course it, it was just it was a little awkward and I was just like can't y'all just like be in the moment and be like oh my god what's he doing or just nothing what a shocking development let the moment speak yeah it's a hell of a moment the crowd was absolutely turn the crowd ravenous. up. Turn the crowd up. Yeah. Turn the mics down on the announce team. It's fine. That was enough. Yeah. It's, you can overproduce these things so easily. Can you? Yes. Somebody doesn't believe that. It, Cody was in this segment, so. <laughs> Ricky Stark security <coughs> brings his own security, and uh, Taz is wondering, what is going on? Why would you do this? And we have the W stands for your wife in FTW. I love that. Moment. And, uh. Cage, of course, chases out next week and does. They're going to, dude, what did you take away from all this? Oh, well, I'm looking forward to the match, but I just, it was just an odd segment, especially because it was like pre-taped from the beginning of the night. Yeah. Yeah, it was just. It It was strange, right? And they cut in the middle of the, in the middle of the segment, they cut into it. Yeah, it was weird. Um, (coughs) Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander versus Bunny and the Blade. Uh. I love this match. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Statlander killed it. Uh, she is a revelation right now as a wrestler. Um, she, you know, I mean, she was good before, but something about her since she's come back and JR has emphasized the the change in her uh, build. build, but also it just feels like there's a little bit of a fluidity to her that... Oh, yeah, she's been, like, training, training as well, which, dude, she's surrounded by unbelievable talent, so. Right, right, and and this was great. The moments where she was wrestling were fantastic. Um, Her area 451 splash was great. Her big bang finish to get the win was great. Um, There's an alien among us. Yes. Also, and I don't want to undercut what Cassidy and Blade were doing. They were really great too. I just thought this was a really good match, match, and not a whole lot, you know, no shenanigans. Just oh, yeah, 
Yeah, just fantastic. Let let the whole thing happen for us. Um, we have Dan Lambert, uh, Mazadov, and Amanda Nunez there from America's Top Team. Dan Lambert has had a big week. He has offered to pay. I don't know if you. The NCAA has now allowed athletes to be paid um, by different things, and Lambert is the first. America Top team is the first company to offer an entire team money they offering the miami hurricanes like everybody 500 dollars or something shoot yeah i don't know if it's a month or what but it was interesting and um then he follows that up i think that was earlier in the day and then he winds up on this now lambert had been with king mo in mlw a little bit king mo and bobby lashley both when bobby was in impact uh they, they both kind of MMA and then slid back into their companies and so he was in programs with both of them on those wrestling shows so him showing up here when they were in Miami was not like a real stretch No, he did come out and he kind of it was kind of a Pete Rose Kane thing if you're old enough to remember that moment where Pete Rose is running down the city and then but this was different in that he ran down the company but he did use that moment to tell you know Tony tells him all these wonderful things about AEW. He points those wonderful things out, but in a way where I'm putting it all down, which was kind of interesting to do. It did the segment didn't do a ton for me. I get I, I did all of that explained to say I get what they were attempting to do. Archer comes out and drops him, which I was so scared. Well, I assume that guy's taken bumps before, but I had no idea who he was. So I was like, "Oh my god, he could he could die." Yeah, but that dude owns like an MMA company. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he does, and he has taken bumps. Now that was a tough bump. That's a tough bump, though. That's a yeah. eight foot off the ground bump. But by the same token, um, I just don't know what we're doing with Archer right now. Archer is so directionless. Ugh. He just comes out and beats Adam Lambert up, and it's like, what? Well, there's a. Dan Lambert, my bad. Yeah, Adam Lambert would be different. That's a heel like move. A singer? Yeah, Adam Lambert was uh, uh, American Idol, uh, one of those runner-up things. And he sang for Queen, which is what... Dude, have you ever seen him sing for Queen? Have you ever pulled up that video? No. It's quite impressive. Stunningly good. Oh, damn. Right, because a lot of people have like... Like, you know, the... The, the tribute Freddie tribute concert they had yes. like 10 different people yes. come out right or more come out to sing his songs because he's so diverse and then you had like Paul Rogers from um, Free and from Bad Company tried to do it and it was a cool set but it was nothing like it Adam is flamboyant and a great singer and I highly recommend if you're a Queen fan to pull up some of that footage and watch it's pretty freaking good um, now that we're done talking about Adam Lambert. Bucks and Eddie and Penta get after it in a street fight. All of the shenanigans. Eddie eats tax. What did you think? Uh, I really liked the commentary. Yes, did you? Yes. You know, uh, Don Callis being like, oh, I wouldn't undersell the the champions, you know, in their denim. Yeah. The rough rough and tumble. I cannot believe Nick came out in a do-rag. Yes, I'm about to lose it. I, it's it was so funny. Just yeah, the, the the like cut off jean shorts. It was, it was perfect. Right. I really like this match just because it was hectic and chaotic and fun, 
And I'm sad my guys lost, but like, man, it was a good time. Eddie Kingston got tax put in his mouth and then super kicked. Yeah. So I can't be like unhappy. <laughs> because like at what point it's like, well, why did you do that? Well, for my entertainment. So I better be entertained. <laughs> yes, I wanted I wanted to um Eddie and Penna to go over too, but that's kind of the point I think is that I was supposed to want them to go over. At some point though, man, we gotta let Eddie Kid Kingston go over. It's I something agree. that matters. I'd like to see it. You know, I don't know what I don't know what you do, whether it's a TV title or it's a what, but the the groundswell of support for Eddie and the the when they talk about guys that are stars of the pandemic era. Oh, dude, Eddie number one. You know, he's up there, dude. The, uh, I was thinking that either then last or uh, that night uh, or the pay per view somewhat recently that those were almost certainly the biggest crowds he's ever wrestled in front of yeah which is crazy you know he's so freaking good yeah yeah and he's yeah and he's amazing every every stop and the other thing is too a lot of stops he's not even really thought of as a wrestler he's just a talker and then you stick him in this and you let him get in the ring a little bit and you're like wait a minute this guy can tell a story like what when did we decide he wasn't a wrestler? Because that guy can wrestle. Yeah, he can tell a story. He's great. You know he. You know. But like anyway, I say, every every time he he's getting beat up, he's like clawing for their eyes. He he makes every moment count. Right. Which is great. He's a great wrestler. Right. And Penta's a ridiculous. Uh, yes. Just just unreal. Yeah. Just like that one moment where he like Canadian destroyers Matt off the apron like right after something happened to Eddie. I'm like, oh my god, I didn't have time to process the first move. Yeah, and he gets Canadian destroyer, and it's like, oh my god. Right, right. I thought it was a great show. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was really enjoyable. Okay, uh, we all we I didn't talk about the Christian promo. You liked it? Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I haven't actually seen that much Christian uh, overall, uh, and I really liked it. Yes, I he, totally get why people are like crazy about him. Right, he is a matter of fact. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaker, and there's very with him like who he is as a wrestling character besides the part about punching people yes is probably exactly who he is walking around oh, yeah which For sure. you know what i mean there's I don't, I don't see much everything's kind of shootish with him oh yeah you know what i mean and not in a, not in a, no not not, in like not a, in a, i'm shooting i'm a tough guy i'm, no. a, I'm a real shoot fighter no. no it's like man i don't like you i'm smug <laughs> and I stay there. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. And, and but but also I'm not a bad person. I'm confident, I'm smug, and I'm good at this stuff. I have the right to be. Right, correct. But you're a tool. And I'm gonna tell you you're a tool and I'm gonna emphasize the tool part of exactly. it. Exactly. And he's right. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and uh, we have a Carl Anderson, thank God, is getting a championship match. He's not wrestling on enough shows as it is. Man, I got to say, at least it's not with, with Gallows wrestling as right. well. Right, boom, instant it, it, upgrade two stars. Literal, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this match honestly should be pretty great. Oh, did you call him Gallows? I thought he was Mr. Dangler. Mr. Dangler? Yes, Dangles. Mr. Ferguson? Oh, yes, Gallows, so clever. But who's he wrestling? Uh, John Moxley for the IWGP US heavyweight belt i've heard of that moxley guy 
Yeah, I haven't seen him in a while. Right. Which well, I believe he just had a baby. Well, she did. You know, it was a combined effort. It was, yes. His at, work, at, at some points. <laughs> his work was done a lot earlier than hers. You're right. <laughs> but that said, should be a good match. We know oh, yeah. Mox can go. And Carl, um, Carl Anderson's like, I don't know, everyone always says it like, oh, he was underrated. And it's like, yeah, I, I kind of agree. He's a good wrestler. He just doesn't get to show it very often. Right. And when I think he, this could be like a wow, amazing moment. Recently, Hopefully. when he's gotten singles matches, it's been on impact and it's been not in front of a crowd at all. Yeah. It's a little harder to showcase what you really are. And even then, he doesn't have bad singles matches. No. He doesn't have bad tag team matches. No. It's just his matches due to, and I, I, I like Gallows, but there's a speed bump in his matches. And Every that time. speed bump is dangly. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> okay, let's move. Let's talk about what's going to happen. Fighter Fest Night One. What you got? Uh, FTW Championship, which I believe takes place in a cage between Brian Cage, home turf. Clever cage uh, match with Cage. Yes, and oh, people were making jokes when uh, Christian came. Get Christian versus Brian in a cage match. Cage versus Cage in a cage. Yes, I like it with Page. Ah, uh, Page and Page. Page and Page. Yes. Cage and Cage. Yes. Nice in a cage. Mix them up. Yes. Cage and page versus cage and page in a cage. <laughs> yes. Okay, but. Make sure they got to be on the same page. <laughs> I deserve that. Right. But who do you think goes over? Uh, Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks. Probably Brian. I, I imagine Ricky might worm his way out of this one, but I, I kind of see Brian winning. I thought Starks was the winner <laughs> until the, the promo. Until the promo. Yeah. Last time out. And it makes me wonder, too, is Brian the one who stays in FTW? That would be interesting. It feels like they just suddenly pivoted that direction. Yeah, I, I agree. And I like the... If that's what they were doing, then that really makes that last segment better that we kind of blew through. Yeah. Next match. Uh, Carl Anderson, John Moxley, we talked about that. Darby Allen versus Ethan Page in a coffin match. Moxley wins? Moxley wins. Okay. Moxley and, wins 100% of the time. Okay. And what's the next one? Coffin uh, match Darby? Yeah. Darby versus Ethan Page. Darby has to win. Darby has to win. I agree. Uh, Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Probably Christian. Christian's got to win. Uh, Penelope Ford versus Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, returning Joshi wrestler. Yuka, just, Yuka Sakazaki. She wins. She wins, yeah. I agree. Uh, Sakazaki, I really like Sakazaki. She's the magical girl. Yes. Watched a handful of her matches. I think she's really good. I just hope that Penelope wrestles well enough that they decide they need to use her more. Yes. Yes, in, I agree. In a losing effort. Okay, and is that it? Yeah. Uh, that's that's all the stuff that's announced. There'll probably be one or two matches, maybe. So our main event is probably Mox in... No, I'm our main event will be the cage match. I'm assuming it'll be the coffin match. <clears throat> That's going to be hard to get that cage put up and down. You're right, though. That might be a one-way street. <clears throat> but they could, they could in theory, have that match and then do a promo segment after that match and get it down quick enough to do a coffin. True. Match. True. Have one or two backstage segments in a, in a commercial. Yeah, because they tend, they tend to group their backstage segments and promo segments together anyway. Which I, I appreciate, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, because then I know whether I want to go get a water or... I'm the kind of guy that actually, I can 
sometimes I watch wrestling, especially if I didn't watch it, watch it. Like sometimes, you know, with me, I work a lot during wrestling. So then I'll come home and I watch the show. But when I get home at night, I can't stand to not know what happened, even though I'm going to go back and watch the show in the morning. And I'll just watch the talking segments. Oh, yeah. And then, like... As good as the wrestling is, and as much as I like it, if I'm just, like, skimming through an episode, I'll just skip the wrestling and watch the talking. Right. It's, well, depending on how, how good the talkers are. Very true as right? well. And then... But then you go back and you uh, and you watch... The, like, and then I'll kind of watch the, mat, the, the matches to fast forward here, there, here, there. And then go back and really watch the matches the next morning. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. But anyway... Great week. Great the week. wrestling part, not you being sick. No, yeah, that part sucked. It's been a while <laughs> since I've been like sick, so this this sucks. All right, for me, KB, KP, this is my man Jared. We have been doing a Go Home Heat production, copyright twenty twenty one. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G I N N Project dot com. Go home.